Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. today is one of our Silent No More regional coordinators from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She's a woman who's had an abortion. We're going to talk to her about it. And we're going to talk to her about that whole concept. Well, what if abortion was illegal? You know, what would you have done back then? You know, and also too, now that it might be illegal, how does that make you feel that you've lost your baby? you know, to something that was told that was legal and no big deal. So joining me right now is Anna Del Duco. Anna, welcome to the program. Thank you, Janet. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to have you. Well, let's just give everyone a few facts. Um, you had your abortion when you were about 20 years old in 1990, right? Tell us about your decision-making process at that time to, to have this abortion. Well, I was uh, in a very poor um, spiritual state, I would say. It was uh, just about uh, 18 months after my mom had passed away. I, When you and I had last spoke, Janet, about a year ago, I mentioned at uh, that time that she had committed suicide. And so um, it was just part of um, what I would call a moral uh, decline in my, in my, um, in an, an erosion of uh, spiritual values in my character. Yeah. Well, I mean, just have lost your mother so tragically like that. I mean, I can't imagine how that would have affected you. But now you found yourself pregnant, not married. Right. Right. And so what was your decision making process at that time? Because in 1990, of course, abortion was legal. Uh, and I remember back in 1990, there were abortion clinics all over the place. They were like the abortion business was booming, so to speak. Um, you know, it was touted as no big deal, have an abortion today, go back to school and work tomorrow. So how, how did your thought process work at that time to cho choose abortion? Well, conversely, Janet, um, when I found out I was pregnant at the college campus where I was studying at the time, I, the, the option of abortion was identified to me. And I had very little knowledge of it. I did know of uh, one person, I believe, at the time that had had an abortion. And I, when I learned of it, as a, um, you know, I had some, I had, a, I, I, I didn't agree with that at the time. And um, uh, so when I was in light, uh, when I was told about this, the, the option for abortion, and I was told that the the child was a, a blob of cells, um, it. Um, I thought, you know, even when I chose to, to have an abortion, I thought perhaps, I don't remember who was there. I thought I was probably only one of a very few women in the world that had an abortion. In fact, it, it was, a, you know, 20 years of thinking that I was alone having an abortion. I didn't, even as a nurse, I never heard about abortion. I wasn't aware that there were abortion clinics um, 
and that it was widely done, actually. I think Satan had me uh, bound by a, uh, a uh, stronghold that I was the worst person in the world and that, um, you know, I was absolutely unforgivable. And, uh, you know, that, so I, I actually came from a little bit of a different perspective. Right. So here's another question. Okay. Suppose if you could think back, Let's say abortion was not legal back in 1990. Let's play, let's pretend abortion isn't legal. But someone said to you, hey, I don't know, you know, we could take care of this. You know, um, I could take it to this other state where I know a doctor can take care of your problem. It's called abortion. Would you have done it if it was illegal? Would, would it have ever crossed your mind to seek a path to abortion if it wasn't legal? Well, you know, I could say that uh, it's a definite, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I know that I was uh, uh, sadly um, uh, under the influence of, of uh, drugs and alcohol at the time. Um, I, I can't conceive that I would have, uh, I, I think I would have gone to someone else for help rather than trying to pursue something um, to me as a nurse uh, for the, for a medical person uh, or a, you know, or a doctor or a nurse to advocate for death now is, is, um, you know, certainly they're, they're not thinking in the right uh, frame of mind. They, but um, so I, I don't believe that that would have been something I would have whole, wholeheartedly pursued, but rather kind of in a, in a panic mode, reached out wherever I could for help right. in my surroundings. Yeah. So, I mean, I know, you know, with the Silent No More Awareness campaign, <clears throat> a lot of the women have been talking now about the fact that, <clears throat> oh my goodness, you know, I had my abortion. They're saying I spent years in denial and regret and abusing drugs and alcohol to numb the pain, all kinds of problems. So I finally found healing. And now when I see this decision might be overturned and it become illegal again, or at least go back to the states where you live and, you know, the will of the people in the legislature. Um, they're all saying like, oh my gosh, my baby could be, would have been alive then because I wouldn't have gone down that road. So I, what kind of, are you having some of those feelings? Cause some of the other women are expressing that, that it's almost upsetment of, boy, it took them this long to overturn the law. Like, why did we get this law in the first place? It could have saved me from all the grief and, and I would have had my child today. So is any of that bubbling up inside of you too? Well, Janet, what, what bubbles, it, that, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm very prayerful and excited for the over the end of legalized abortion globally. And uh, I, I, I'm prayerful that the, that will come before the end of this age. Um, However, my grief uh, lies with less of the judicial system and more with the church and the medical profession that allow this to happen. The judicial system is basing their decisions on on medical um, on on uh, you know like um, associations that uh, declare that abortion is appropriate and normal, and uh, it is certainly you, know, you and I know uh, how how wrong that that actually is. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, right now, I think um, 
what's going on in our country. Well, first of all, we know from the Silent No More Awareness campaign and also from the abortion recovery programs like Rachel's Vineyard. And there's at least two dozen abortion recovery programs here in the United States, right? So if abortion is no big deal, then why do we need all these recovery programs? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, there's a lot of problems after an abortion. Uh, and some of the women, like you can, you can also tell your story, uh, they talk about physical damage. I mean, there's women who were never able to have a child when they wanted to have one later on because of damage done to them during that abortion. Um, the, the psychological damage, nightmares, night terrors, all kinds of problems. Some of them with suicidal thoughts, on and on and on uh, from something that was supposed to be safe, legal, and rare, as Bill Clinton was always quoted in the 90s of saying. So in your case, um, how did you feel immediately following the abortion? And did you experience some of these same uh, issues and problems? Yes, I experienced uh, what I describe as about three decades of constant, intrusive, torturous thoughts. So I could be, you know, as I said, I became a professional nurse. Uh, you know, I didn't actually in 1996. Before that, I was a uh, veterinary technician. I was a um, I did full time uh, photography, uh, newborn photography, wedding photography. I was a, served on our borough council. I, you know, I had many. Uh, I, I became a mother. Nothing m mattered. All I in every wonderful circumstance, no matter how wonderful the circumstance, I had a constant play of. I consented to mur the murder of my child. I am a murderer. I am unsavable. I am unforgivable. Constant. I would call them, you know, they, as many as as many as five hundred times a day. They just kept, you know, I could be talking to you and carrying out a conversation. Right. It's I, like a little re tape recording going yeah. on in your head. Yeah. Right. It was, exactly. And uh, yeah. so the 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 blessing is is that uh, you know that there's that after after. 30 years and able to finally, I, I feel that there, you mentioned 20 plus um, uh, ministries that are, were organizations that provide hope and healing after abortion. Right. And I believe that uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's an emotional healing that can take place, which is still taking place within me. And there is a spiritual healing that needs to take place. Right. And uh, likewise, that is still taking place within me. Uh, you know, I, I can say that I, 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 know, I no longer fear of going to hell. I understand the grace of God and that, uh, you know, salvation is for all. Uh, you know, God so loved the world that and he didn't come to condemn the world. But by him, by Jesus, all would be saved. But I, you know, I'm, so it's a I believe that it's a, um, you know, frankly, I believe it's a, a, a demonic stronghold that keeps people silent. Because Satan knows that when people speak out, it is indeed by their testimony and the blood of Christ that defeats evil in, in this world. Right. That's right. And and so, you know, I tell everyone with the healing journey, it's step one is accepting the Lord's mercy and forgiveness. That's the step one. Yes. But then the step two, which is where the abortion recovery programs help is forgiving yourself. That's the harder thing to get a hurdle to jump over the right. forgiveness of yourself. And that's why we need, um, abortion, uh, recovery programs. And for anyone who's listening right now 
and you know you're hurting or you know someone's hurting from an abortion, you can go to abortionforgiveness.com. Again, abortionforgiveness.com. Just put in your zip code there and you will see the nearest Rachel's Vineyard, Save One Bible Study, all kinds of resources right near you where you can reach out and find healing. So we want that, make that invitation very clear. Uh, anybody, a man, a woman, a grandparent, maybe you're a friend who took a friend for an abortion. There's healing for you too. Again, abortionforgiveness.com is where to go. So, um, so Anna, we were going to continue to pray uh, for the justices because as you know, they're, they're threatening their families. They're going to be, they're threatening to protest, uh, in front of their homes. I mean, uh, but we pray for that th this decision will be a good one for the unborn child and their mothers and fathers. I always say for every baby that's saved from an abortion, a mom and a dad are also saved from the grief and the regret. But right now, what I'd like to do, Anna, is we have a very, very powerful video that I think speaks volumes of what we've been talking about. Uh, it's called, This Is My Body. And for those who are going to, we're going to see it right now, just to give you a little background, um, Father Pavone uh, gave a sermon one time about this idea of this is my body. The same words used by Jesus, this is my body given up for you, are also used by the pro-abortion. Only they say, this is my body, my body, my choice. Let me do what I want to do, not what you, you know, they want to sacrifice the baby because it's their, they're saying their body, their choice, where Jesus says, no, this is my body given up for you. So Father gave this sermon, and then there's a singer. Her name is Dan, Donna. Uh, she's an Irish singer. She, she was there and heard the sermon. She was so inspired by the sermon that she went immediately that night and wrote this song. Uh, and then a few years later, um, Jody Copeland, who was uh, one of the directors at EWTN, he created this powerful music video called This Is My Body. So let's take a look at that right now. This is my body, an empty shell without your love. Every child, this is my body, but you are always in my heart, always in my mind. If I could choose again, there'd be no choice for me but you. I do. Body, 
spoke to my heart that God tells us we're not to fear those who can kill the body, but rather fear him who could put the soul in hell. Right. Uh, thank you. And um, that being said, uh, I believe that abortion is just as much, if not more so a war for souls because the, right. the souls that are what Satan has intended for evil with the killing of these children, uh, they are, they are, forever alive in heaven for eternity to eternity and um, it is the soul of the uh, person that has conceded to um, uh, abortion and those providing or advocating for abortion that need the deliverance that need to respond to the call of Christ for his uh, to receive his gift of eternal life and to turn from the the evil that they're actually participating in and if I just one um, interjection, the only thing that saved me, and I said I was healing uh, like a scar, you know, it, it looks better over time. Uh, and, it, you know, I declare that I am healed uh, and improving uh, in Jesus name. We know when we declare something, the Lord does establish it. But um, he it, some some very specific and I tried uh, to look at, for different avenues for healing, but some very specific prayers for healing can be found at rsdi.org. That's rsdi.org under healing. And they, they uh, greatly made a difference in my life. And they quickly, great. Really quickly made a difference. Well, and I want to thank you for joining me today on our program. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. And brothers and sisters, thank you too for joining me. If you would like to listen to that music video again, just go to on uh, YouTube, This Is My Body, and you'll find it. And finally, in addition, Father Pavone has written a beautiful prayer book, In the Heart of His Mercy, uh, Prayers to Heal the Wounds of Abortion, available at our online store at prolifeproducts.org. Until next time, brothers and sisters, just remember there are some abortions only you can stop and some lives only you can save. Join us again next time. Thank you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.